Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome back to season three of Romance and Can you believe it's season three? You can't I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. I remember when the podcast was just a baby. And <laughs> now we're three years old. That was three seasons toddler. old. I know. It was a toddler. So, hi, you guys. Welcome back. If you don't know who we are, I'm Tati. Uh, I am your resident romance writer and reader. And I'm Yakini, and I am your resident psychologist, psychologist, romance lover, and romance movie watcher. (laughs) And you're a hot topics expert. (laughs) I guess I am. I guess I am the hot topics lady. Yeah, that's it. The romance topics expert, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So thank you all. If If you're new, welcome. If you are returning listener welcome back to uh season three of romance and color we have so much lined up of this season but in the meantime we are going to kind of recap what we did in our second season um but first of all you how was your break we didn't you know how was your break from yeah in the summer so the summer was relaxing you know i have the my two boys they spent some time in california with their cousins Mm. and my sister so that was really cool Mm. i had some time to have me time which as a mom you know how important that is you know to Mm -hmm. just kind of have a little time to be an adult so that was Mm -hmm. fun um went on went to jamaica for a little vacation which was also nice we went for a week to celebrate my one-year anniversary of my boyfriend so yeah, Aww. that was that was probably like one of the highlights of the summer going to Jamaica, even though it was during a pandemic, which kind of changed things a little. That wasn't cool, but yeah, it was it was a, yeah. it was a relaxing summer. What about you and Jay yeah. and Tegan? How's everybody doing? How we was your had summer? a great we had a great summer. Tegan went to camp for part of the summer, and I mm. cried because away camp or day camp? No, 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 it was like day camp. So okay. getting you ready for like yeah. a little week and a garden thing. And yeah. I, you know, of course, I cried because I was like, "Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, she's such a big girl going so to that school with her backpack." Oh, it was too much. Oh, I know. And then, and then we went as a family. We went down to Florida. We visited my brother and his husband. Very and so nice. We had an amazing time. We spent all Where does he live in there. Florida? He is near like the Gulf of Mexico, um, okay. Fort Myers, that area. Oh, that's and cool. So, uh, we had a really beautiful time. They. We, I mean, went to the beach. My daughter went to the beach for the very first time. She learned how to swim. Oh, nice. Um, and so it, it was It was so beautiful. And it was that nice, relaxing family time. And then That's what the summer's came, about. came home and started digging into home decor and, and repairs. And yeah. Still not done, yeah. But, but, but finishing that up. But that's been yeah. my summer so far. That's a good summer. Yeah. A very full summer. Yeah, good summer. You too. You too. Good summer. Yeah. Well, it was funny in, in New York City, you know, the vaccine was out. People are getting it. And mm-hmm. it looked like the pandemic was, was ending. And everybody was just feeling really great. And then, unfortunately, you know, this Delta variant and all the other variants that followed happened. So that kind of things took a turn. So I don't know how things are in Atlanta now. But, you know, they're a little we're, – we're, we're, we're back to being super cautious. So – but it was a good summer well, people, while things know, were relaxed. Girl, I live in the Bible Belt and people are stupid. So that's all I have to say. They're just dumb. Yeah, they, yeah, we, yeah. Got, we want our rights. We want to wear our, we don't want to wear no mask. Yeah. We don't want to get no well, vaccine. Well, no, yeah. Foolishness. Yeah. Well, and so it's just, it's just a lot. Tegan wears mm-hmm. her mask, mask to school. Mm-hmm. I wear my mask when I have yeah. to go to work. 
So it's just, you know, as long as we do that, protect ourselves and our families, even if other people are hard headed. We just pray for them. You got to think about yourself. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah, when it comes to health and safety, we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So last Mm -hmm. season, we had a really full last season. We had some, you know, incredible things that we did last season. Um, We had, of course, our Writing in Color series with a bunch of great authors. Um, Ray, off the top of my head, I'm thinking like Ray Sean and and some other folks, um, uh, Mimi Grace. We just had a, a real good time talking to them and mm-hmm. um, you know enjoying learning about them. And we'll talk a little bit more about the Writing Color series and how it's going to transform this season. Yeah, that's um, a popular but, season. I think people love that. They love that. Yeah, yeah. And then we did our live Galentine special, which was Oh, that fun. was fun. I enjoyed that. That was very yes, nice. Yes, yes, yes. And we definitely got to nice. try and do that again. Yeah, that should <laughs> be an so, annual. I think people enjoyed that, too. That was cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, we covered so many hot topics. Oh, gosh. Uh, we yes, talked we about did. Nick Cannon and his foolishness. A.K.A. the new future um, is what they call him. The new future, yes. Uh, we talked about the royal fallout with um, mm-hmm. Megan and Harry and the big mm-hmm. Oprah interview. Mm-hmm. And then we had a nice series that we did called Talk to TV <laughs> Couples. So I think that was my favorite series. series. <laughs> that was so fun. Me too. Yeah, it was. I think people enjoyed that too because it was nostalgic. Like We brought people mm-hmm. back to some of their favorite kind of rom-com sitcoms of the 90s mm-hmm. and 80s mm-hmm. but not in a bashing mm-hmm. way more like in an enlightened way in a 2000 yeah lens. yeah and that that was really cool exactly I really enjoyed that yeah mm-hmm. exactly. I'm looking forward so we'll to doing another, another series, series. Mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna probably do another series with Yakini and I talked about it so we're probably gonna do another little series but mm-hmm. um so what are some going into hot topics? More hot topics, Nikini. What are some hot topics going on right now? So there, there's there have been a ton of hot topics that happened over the summer. It was kind of hard not to do the what? podcast and not being able to talk about yeah. them. <laughs> so I'm just yeah, gonna no. highlight a couple of things that are going on now. So uh, Lil Nas X, who you all know if you uh, followed the podcast last season, we're both fans of him. You know his music is mm-hmm. really good music. He's an extremely talented art artist. Um, and he's just a very mm-hmm. young man who lives in his truth and walks in his truth. And, you know, we respect that. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. as per usual, you know, Lil Nas X <laughs> loves to troll and we love him for it. But recently people didn't <laughs> love him so much because he came out with a very controversial album cover or actually I should say album release announcement. So he has a, his first mm-hmm. album coming out. It's going to be coming out September 17th. So I think that's in about. Yes. A, a week and some change. Mm-hmm. It was at this Friday, mm-hmm. yes, because yes, yes, yes. So it'll be out actually as the podcast launches its premiere episode. Mm-hmm. But he basically said that he felt that this album, he's been working on it so hard, and it feels like it's his baby, it's his special project. So he came up with mm-hmm. the idea to do a very over the top pregnancy shoot, complete with a whole baby bump and flower crown. If you think of like Beyonce. And he basically did I his um, <laughs> announcement. I was cracking up. I loved it. Um, it was so funny. He just said, this is my baby. I'm birthing it. I've carried it and worked all these months. And now I'm t- it's time to, you know, to release her or him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he has the bump, the crown. It's a very clever announcement. It got the attention that he wanted. And I have a feeling that album is going to do really, really, really well. 
So. I think it's gonna be good because the singles, yeah. the singles that he's put out have been so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I only Absolutely. I hate damn short, but other than all oh, his songs I are short. Love them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're too short yeah. for me, but I, I but I love yeah. them. Like Industry Baby. Yeah. Like when I want to get like hype, I put on yeah. Industry Baby. So well, I, I don't know that one. I have to check yeah. it out. And he always has good yeah, visuals good. with it, good videos and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, of mm-hmm. course, there was the usual backlash from the little boozies and all them and stuff. But you know what? <laughs> he, I think, followed up with some Instagram tweets saying, you guys say I'm doing this stuff for attention. And then you go giving it to me. So I guess everybody wins. So he's a young mm-hmm. man. It's not too often that I think young people are that able to kind of just be themselves and walk in their truth. So I really think that's cool. Yeah. I actually think that this, are, are they Gen Z? They're really able to do that in a different way than yes. maybe our generation where and our parents' generation where it's kind of like the revolution will not be televised. So we may have fought the good mm-hmm. fight, whether it was a sexuality or pan-Africanism, but it was kind of hush-hush because it wasn't okay and it wasn't mm-hmm. always safe to do it. And in this Gen Z and, and millennials, they they shouted out from the top of the rooftop. So that's very yeah, cool. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on that, on your album release, uh, Lil Nas X, and mm-hmm. we will definitely check it out. Um, we also sure. have, speaking of celebrities and, you know, their loved ones, we have Nicki Minaj. She was scheduled to appear and perform at the VMAs, which uh, aired this week. And then she pulled out, you know, without so much of an explanation, but it was kind of coinciding with basically her husband. I think his name is Ken Petty, Kenneth Petty. As we know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, he has, you know, he's a registered sex offender. He's supposed to be a registered sex offender. He was, um, he did go to prison, I believe, for rape. Um, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, unfortunately, again, Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty have been kind of trolling the victim because she's been speaking out her truth. And, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. turn, they've been kind of going back and forth, which I'm kind of like, Nikki, as a woman, you just really need to stay out of it. If this is the man you chose to marry, yeah. I understand she's known him since high school or whatever. She really just shouldn't get involved at all. It's kind of like at one. So she pulls out of the awards. People, of course, are speculating that, you know, it's coinciding with the fact that he was arrested and will probably go to prison for a long time because they moved out of state. I believe they moved to California. He didn't register as a registered sex offender. I'm not sure why he skipped that very important step. It's the law. He was pulled over. And when his license plate was ran, they did discover that he is an RSO. And didn't register. So there's there's some jail time. There's actually some prison time that's associated with that. He may go, he could go away for up to 10 years. Um, so she pulled out. Maybe she oh, mentally just wasn't there. Maybe she's wanting to lay low. People noticed that she changed her name on Instagram. She removed the petty. And I don't know if she's distancing herself. I think that might be a topic for a future podcast. At what point do you put your business first over your relationship, your marriage? Because he's not good for her image. I feel like her association mm-hmm. with this man who is her husband and the father of her only child, it's putting a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. I think if she stayed yes. quiet and didn't kind of chime in, it might be one thing, kind of like, well, she's not responsible for his actions. But when you are mm-hmm. being accused by the um, victim of of bullying and all this other stuff, I just, it just it's not a good look. So it, I don't know what she's so going to do career-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is disgusting. Yeah. It's just really disappointing. It is. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what her plan is, but it's not a good look to just pull out of an award show at the very last minute. You have fans who are counting on you and things like that. But she did what she needed to do, I guess, for herself. So you did, know, did you watch the VMAs? I missed did you watch it, the unfortunately. VMAs? 
I got the text but you from know my her, sisters her pulling, too late. Yeah. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. pulling out was actually a good thing <laughs> because we were able to see some other artists perform. We got to see Normani. Okay. We got to see uh, uh, Chloe Bailey okay. who killed. Yes. Um, I heard about that. See, um, yeah. We got to see uh, who else? Um, Doja Cat. Of course she performed. Who I love. Because um, she was hosting. Yeah. Um, but it, we got to see some other, you know, girls who may have not been able to, you know, perform because of the wonderful. budget, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I fantastic. thought it was good. But so it she, gave some people time then, to shine. Yeah, but then Nicki Minaj also kind of tried to say, oh, you know, um, some other stuff with the vaccine, which is also isn't helping her cause either. Because she said she, wasn't she was going speaking to out Met against Gala. it. Oh, yeah. She was saying she wasn't going to the Met Gala because it required people to get vaccinated. What? And she's like, yeah, because my cousin in Trinidad got um, the vaccine and then something's going on with his, his penis. And everybody's like, oh, oh he probably has an STD. Right, exactly. <laughs> Nikki, so, seriously, yeah, yeah. you're one of those? Oh, gosh. Yeah, she's one of those girls. So she it, it was, it was it, she's not much. having a good week. She's, she's not having a good week. I don't know about her. But you know what? I did enjoy this week. And I, I know I didn't, we didn't put it on the hot topics list, but I just thought about it. So Gabrielle Union posted this article for Time, I believe. Okay. And it was about, you know, her miscarriages and things like that. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time ever that she opened up about the break baby situation. Oh, so I didn't read that. What did she say about it? Because people had a lot to so say she, about her accepting this break baby, said, this mysterious had a lot break to baby. Say about it, blah blah blah. Yeah, and she said, yeah. "Okay, full disclosure: her and Dwayne were ha- having a rough patch, so they did have a break. Okay. They, they okay. really did break. Okay, and you know, we're moving, we're thinking about moving on with their lives. And then he mm-hmm. got someone pregnant. It was a sexual thing. He got someone pregnant." Yeah, and she said, "What was so upsetting was and no woman is gonna to abort um, her ba- his baby. Like if you know, if it was a regular well, Joe Schmo who was having a break, an ordinary woman, if it was just sex, would probably <sighs> have an abortion. But no, not Dwayne Wade. That's like a, a golden ticket if you get pregnant with his. Okay, yeah, if if she's thinking that way, but yeah, um, he he she was very talking about how distraught she was, particularly because." She had been having all these fertility issues yes. and had been going to the doctor and she'd been losing all these babies. I remember and when she was know, on the Mary Jane, she said her life was parallel, mm-hmm. like art imitating life. She was Very going parallel. through the in vitro on the show mm-hmm. and in the fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she was just really, really um, devastated. So when he did say, hey, this woman's pregnant, she was mm-hmm. livid, like livid, you know, for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah, and he was like, look, terrible. but I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand this happened. You know, I can't take it back, whatever, whatever. I feel I'm, like I'm that's where you. we left off on Insecure, which I can't wait for the return. Not to compare her Girl, life to a shit, but I'm just saying, it. sometimes Woo! it happens. And I I, it, it, I can't I even imagine how hard that must be because, you know, she really loves him, I'm sure, and she wants it to work. But I appreciate that she cleared mm-hmm. up that it wasn't, because I think when people say break baby, there's a side eye. Like, because I don't think Lala and Carmelo, wasn't there a break baby involved? It's not the same. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know that there was an official no. break. But I believe that that um, I don't think they had a break. That Gabby, I mean, really yeah, just, yeah, right. So I think sometimes as women we throw around that term because it feels embarrassing to to be cheated on and mm-hmm. there's a, a love child and you choose to stay for your reasons and then it's like easier to say break baby. So I appreciate her clearing that up 
And I, I just, that's just yeah, a lot yeah. of strength to, um, to stand by while this woman's pregnant and goes, and also on the game, remember? I don't, Melanie wasn't mm-hmm. trying to get pregnant. She was in law, in uh, med- medical school, but for, um, I forgot her name, to go through that pregnancy and then have, she had to go to the appointments with Derwin, remember? And, um, you know, yeah. go to them ultrasounds. It's just a bonding thing, even if it's not the woman you're with, so. Oh, that's so tough. My heart mm. goes out to women who who go through that. You know, yeah. that's, that's a tough situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Which is one of the reasons why I don't write um, as a writer. This is so off topic. It's one of the reasons why I don't write secret baby. Mm-hmm. I just don't. People have asked me why I don't write secret baby. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons. You know, mm-hmm. if somebody asks me and we're close, I'll probably tell you why. I, no, my husband does not have a secret baby for those who are wondering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, I just, I just, I just yeah. don't. It's not your favorite like trope. You keep away from it's that. It's not my favorite trope. No. Yeah. No. And I don't, yeah. I don't do that. So, mm-hmm. ooh, child. Yeah, no, is, I know you feel very strongly else. about that. And I think it's just dirty mm-hmm. for you overall. Because there's some secret baby scenarios that I think that I kind of like a little bit, but not kind of like the ones that are very tainted, but I think for you, it just all feels very mm-hmm. kind of just inappropriate and not, not romantic. Inappropriate, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I get it. I got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but so you all will not be that, reading any sacred so baby fun. stories from Tatiana Richardson. No, no, baby stories no, no, you will not. on the horizon. <laughs> so don't look out uh, for that on your none. bookshelves. <laughs> There are none. It, it, it might be a, it might, it, it won't be a secret. It might be a, oops, I'm pregnant, but maybe not. Mm-hmm, a, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep this a secret. You know what I mean? Right. But, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- th- there's a difference between the two. There yeah. is. Yeah. There uh, is. So, whew, gosh. Yes, child. Anyway, so, so, um, let's take a quick break and we will come back, uh, with this week's, uh, topic which is happily for now we are back with this week's topic yakinis what are we going to be talking about this week so this week we are talking about our girl seven time grand slam winner venus williams um, so she was yes. recently the cover girl and for the month of September, or actually it might have been October. Let me look at the cover. Um, yes, yes, October. So she's the cover girl for Cosmo. Whoop, whoop, looking very mm. beautiful. Ooh, she's 41 nice. years old. Mm-hmm. And oh she's talking gosh. about a variety of things. Yeah, she looks amazing and she still plays 41. That's our age. So more power to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, they did ask her about her relationship status, about marriage, especially because we know her sister Serena is very happily married um, just Mm -hmm. a few years ago herself and has a beautiful baby. So they're kind of like the what's next question. Um, What's next for you in your romantic life? Mm -hmm. And Venus just talked about Mm -hmm. how basically she said people are very surprised when I say that I'm very happily single. She said that I've never been desperate to be married. It's not been a goal of mine. she mm-hmm. said that she said it's okay if this is for some women your ultimate goal in life, but she said her ultimate goal has never been to walk down the aisle and be married. Um, she said she doesn't mm-hmm. feel any pressure to settle down with a romantic partner. She doesn't feel any pressure to start a family. She says, you know, a direct quote. She says, "I have a lot of friends who don't believe me when I say that I like my mm-hmm. life and I don't want to change it for any reason. I'm not desperate, mm-hmm. and they don't believe me." 
She says she's not worried about Ooh. meeting any deadlines. She's happy in her singledom. She says people like her mm. friends and her family are kind of like, well, Venus, you're going to miss your window. You know, you're 41. Your time is limited. She said, I'm not worried about freezing eggs. She says to them, relax. She says, you might feel this way, but I promise you, I don't feel that way. And she says that, you know, mm -hmm. she, she basically is just enjoying her independence and not being tied to someone. Um, she's right. just kind of chosen to live her life just unapologetically embracing kind of being single. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess the, the topic that I thought would be interesting for discussion was just, I do think that there's this narrative that's created about how, especially black women, how we're lonely after a certain age, or there's this desperation, or there's something wrong with you if you mm -hmm. haven't gotten married or had kids. Um, and so it was nice mm -hmm. to see Venus kind of speak out about how there is joy in just her career and not necessarily this pressure. And people just look at her and her sister and they assume she wants the same. And she's kind of like, if it happens, cool. Like, I'm not going to fight it if that's what the universe brings me. But it's not my end mm -hmm. goal. And I think a lot of times, right. and it's not, I don't think this is a black woman thing. I think a lot of times people do feel that women, especially after 30 and 40s creeping up, we want to be settled down. We want to have a baby. We, we feel like there's this deadline, this timeline. Um, and I was curious, mm -hmm. kind of, what do you think about that? And what was your experience? Because I know what mine was, and I'll, I'll share mine in a minute. But what do you think about Venus's statements and, and your own kind of feelings as you approach, let's say, 25 and 30 and 35 and 40? Um, she's absolutely right, because I feel like if I had had that attitude, I wouldn't have gotten married when I did the first time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I was there was this pressure on me because I was creeping up on 30 that I should get married and I'm with this particular person and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I felt like either I was putting pressure on myself, society was putting pressure on me. You know, I didn't get pressure from my family, but, um, you know, there was definitely was, I didn't want to be quote unquote a statistic, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and statistic as in like I, quote an old maid type of thing. Right. Like, what do you mean? Right. Okay. Like an old maid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh I my hate God, that term. Old maid, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And then, you know, even after I got. <laughs> cat lady. I'm sorry. Not a related to cat. Oh. <laughs> and dogs. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I didn't want to be that. But I think she's absolutely correct. But like, you know, as I get older, I realize that, you know, and like, I would say happily ever after isn't always happily ever after. It's just happy for now. Mm, um, mm -hmm. As we get older, it, it, it looks different. Mm, um, it mm -hmm. may not be that we're getting, getting married or engaged or having children. It may be that, you know, we're acquiring property or we're traveling yes. or we're yes, yes. having many lovers or we're, you know, yes. our definition of happiness is so different. Yes. yes. It's, it's it's so different, and particularly when it comes to romance, it, it it looks different for different people. You know, she may enjoy having you know an occasional lover here and there, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. having you know sexual experience, or no, uh, and let's also validate people who don't want to have any sexual experiences, who are like maybe asexual or something like that, who don't mm -hmm. put value on romance or romantic relationships or sexual relationships, or who may be aromantic. You know, they mm -hmm. don't feel like that there's this pressure to be romantic you know what i'm saying like there's too much surrounding that and they don't feel an attraction to have that so yes, you know yes. it's, it's totally okay 
to be, you know, a person who looks at happiness and romantic happiness in a different way, you know, things can fulfill you in different ways, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. When I got married the second time, I was, I knew myself. Yes. I knew who I was. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. knew what I wanted. I knew what I wouldn't tolerate. And mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. about a five, six, six year gap in between. And I had grown so much. I was pushing, I was closer to, you know, 40 than I was 30. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I was just like, you know, and I remember telling my, my now husband, I said, you know, we don't have to get married. Yeah, we can just yeah. be together. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, no, 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 we have to get married. Yeah. But, you know, I but I think that that's, that's yeah, it's different. I love yeah. that. There's a different feeling the mm-hmm. second time around, and the pressure mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I say pressure, no pressure. I think, and, and that's the thing, exactly. And kind of similar to what you said, I so I, I guess, so I got, I wonder how was when I got married. I think I was 29. But I feel like mm-hmm. everything I did, I don't even know how to describe it. I feel like everything was very orchestrated. I was mm-hmm. basically the, I think, stereotypical kind of desperate, What like I really wanted to be married. I really wanted to have children. I feel like that was kind of a goal for me. When I went away to school, mm-hmm. I was looking for my husband. I definitely wanted to be married. Like in my head, I, and I was like, I want to have my children, my first one, at least before I'm 30. Um, and I feel like that desperation, because that's what I'm, I'm going to call it, what it was. I mm-hmm, would date guys, mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with dating purposefully. Like, that's fine. If you're someone who wants mm-hmm. to get married, you should kind of date with that purpose and be transparent about your intentions. But when you're dating mm-hmm. in that way, to me, you're not enjoying it as much. It's kind of like each date is kind of like in your head. For me, it was like, could he be the husband or not? If he's not, if there's mm-hmm. not a possibility, I don't want to see you again. I think that mm-hmm. as my birthday approached, I kind of picked a guy who I felt had the qualities that I needed in a husband. And those qualities were superficial, mm-hmm. not in terms of physical mm-hmm. appearance. We talked about this in the Galentine special, but he had to check mm-hmm. off certain boxes. Was Would he be a good provider? Mm-hmm. Check. He had a good career. Was he tall and athletic? So in case I have sons, check. He had that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I definitely mm-hmm. feel like I made a decision to marry maybe prematurely. We dated for long enough. But when I look back, and we're really good friends today, so I, I feel like I can say this. But I don't know that he was the one. But he was the one who I said in my mind, he's going to be my husband and the father of my children. Um, and he courted me. Mm-hmm. And we dated for about a year. And then we were engaged. And I was pregnant. And it, it, it was never right. Like, I can look back and say it was never right. And it wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. I just, he made some, I'm just going to say some poor choices. And he started making those choices even when we were not even um, married. So I kind of knew who he mm-hmm. was before. I closed one eye mm-hmm. to it. Same. And that's the desperation mm-hmm. that I'm talking about, where I just really wanted to be a wife. I wanted to have the title of a wife. And I wanted to have my babies because my children, that was kind of my mm-hmm. ultimate goal. Like, unlike Venus, I really wanted to have my kids. So when right, things kind right. of didn't work out, because I think that the Lord just, it was never supposed to work out. I was happy and I'm mm-hmm. happy that, and we both say we have two beautiful children from this union. We were married for 12 years. We have two beautiful children. Mm-hmm. We were not meant for to be with each other, like period. Mm-hmm. But we, we created mm-hmm. these beautiful children. But I guess I just look back on it and I just feel... A little dis- I feel a lot disappointed that I I definitely kind of rushed the process that I think should have happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think I waited to find mm-hmm. kind of the one in that magical way that 
you know, it's different, like you said, dating after a divorce. There's no yeah. pressure. You just kind of, like you said, you're older, you're wiser, and you know what you like. And you're okay with it. If it doesn't end a marriage, you're okay if it's just a fun time. Mm-hmm. You're okay if you, you mm-hmm. just become lifelong partners, like who is it, Goldie mm-hmm. Hawn and whoever her husband is. It's just Kurt it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel no sense of pressure. But I don't know if that's for the right reasons. It's kind of like, okay, well, I had my husband and I was married, so I got to be a missus. And now I'm okay if I never have a second husband again. If I do cool, if I don't, it's okay. I wish I could have been more like Venus, who was comfortable enough with herself to say, I don't give a damn about people rushing me. I don't put pressure on myself. And I'm just happy for me and to be me. And I'm happy with my career. I don't need these things to define me. I don't, I didn't have that. Like, I wish I I was that way, but I wasn't, you know. I think I think I think that both comes with two things. That comes with age and it comes with getting another socioeconomic bracket. <laughs> for so sure. For sure. Money, yes. Like if you start making money, you can pay your own way. Not you nailed you it. You, pay your no, own no, way. no, but that was part of what made it hard for me to end up kind of leaving my husband because I I felt very financially dependent on him and I was and it wasn't mm. until I was kind of into the marriage entering my 30s mid 30s realizing that there's got to be more I deserve to be loved in a way yeah. I'm being loved and then I think when a woman makes that decision in her head she starts to kind of stack her coins and kind of create that not mad money but just you start to make different decisions I don't want to say planning mm-hmm. your exit but when you realize that like you said if if things don't work out and you may not be poverty stricken and, and dire, you might be okay. And once mm-hmm. you understand that financially you can support yourself, you realize that maybe that's what was tying you and it becomes much less scary. And it just feels so yeah. empowering and so wonderful to be able to free right. yourself from a situation that wasn't mm-hmm. the right situation. It doesn't have to be an unhealthy, dysfunctional situation with cheating and beating. Maybe it is. It could right, just right, be right, that right, right. he's not the one. He's not the one and you're not, you know, But I think finances a lot of times ties us to people. It feels so good to feel free of that. And Venus has the luxury to say, I don't need a man. Mm -hmm. So I want someone who I love and who loves me, but I don't need that. I can buy my own house. And Venus Venus has dated a variety. Yeah, she's she's dated some very, you know, wealthy, very, you know, posh guys, you know. She's mm-hmm. dated. So she's at, had her pick. You know, some very mm-hmm. upper echelon. Yeah, she had her pick. I mean, she's an attractive So she woman. could be she's settled if she wanted beautiful. to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, if she mm-hmm. wanted she had her pick. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. I think at this point, I think she's like, look, I, I am so secure in myself and I know who yes. I am yes. that I don't yes. need anyone like that. And I know for me, even if I didn't get married when I did, um, I, I was always, what, 35, I think 34, 35, when I got married mm-hmm. the second time. Um, I was just like, okay, well, you know, if it happens, it happens, it doesn't, it doesn't. Yes. Yes. And yes. even if I did, even now, I'm sort of like, you know, I know who I am. I'm secure in the fact that, you know, I, I I made this. I didn't make this decision to get married out of desperation. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I, so I feel so much better about the choice to get married. Yes. Yes. Versus when I did the first time. Because the first time, it, it was a, it was a lot of wrapped up in. Oh, I want to just get married. I want to you know sure. live. You know, get my own place. I want to yes. do all this other stuff. Yes. yes. And you know, I should have known because, like you said, the signs were there. 
but this person didn't want to fully commit to mm-hmm. me they were there like little things were dropping yeah. you know but sometimes to, it's to so exciting and you thing. get caught up yeah. and you're planning a wedding and everyone's excited yeah, and there's a shower yeah, yeah, and we yeah. want that it's a rite yeah. of passage for many of us it is kind of and i don't think there's anything to be ashamed of i want to say if, if for you as a woman that is your dream because i mean i'm not ashamed of who i was as a little girl i would rock my baby Mm-mm. dolls and think Mm-mm. about the husband and the, that was my goal and i i just I think that the means I went through to fulfill it, like closing my eyes to certain behaviors that I knew were toxic and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. That's what I'm disappointed Mm -hmm. in. I'm not, I'm not apologizing to my younger self for wanting that. That's what Mm -hmm. I wanted. And I got Mm -hmm. it. And then I realized, Mm -hmm. okay, but I can, I'm okay without it too. And I feel Venus on a very deep spiritual level when she talks about, she loves her life. She loves her freedom and when you, the reality is if you are with someone, there is a certain level of accountability to them when you join lives. Mm-hmm. And I've just really been enjoying my single life. I guess I have a boyfriend and we date. I enjoy spending time with him and we share weekends and we go on vacations. And then we each have our own place. And we, yes, honey. <laughs> and I, I like that. I, and I, I like that for now. And that might be my happily ever after. I mean, obviously your partner has to be on the same page, but, but th- it's different it, having yeah. a husband who lives with you. I, I'm enjoying life mm-hmm. right now, dating him, dating a wonderful man, and, and, we, and we spend our time and then we go our separate ways. It's wonderful. Yeah, And you have it to give that up nice. a little bit. Venus nice. would have to, you know, on some level, you when you're merging worlds, you, unless you're going to be one of those really new age couples who gets married and they have their own pet places and all this stuff. I don't think most of that will fly with most guys and most people. Yeah. You know. yeah. Some people it works great for, you know, but yes, again, it does. Yeah. it's about redefining what happily yeah. ever after looks like. It may look yeah, like absolutely. two separate houses. It may look like two <laughs> separate bedrooms. It may look like <laughs> right. you on one absolutely. coat and him on another coat. Right. So it may look like, you know, I just yeah. feel like there's been so much pressure Yes, and we've yeah. been ingrained since we were small, like you said, to want these these fairy tale lives. Yeah, and especially yeah. for young black girls who don't see the fairy tale, oftentimes in their own yes. lives, or yes. you know, or mm-hmm. it just looks in a, it looks really toxic sometimes and things like that. Um, you know, we want you know we want that you know, and we're like, oh, you know, somebody's just looking at me and paying me attention and. You know, I, 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 this has to be the person that I'm with. And yeah. I remember my mother telling me, and, I, and you know, God rest her soul, but I remember her telling me when I, when I first got engaged, she was like, you know, you don't have to say yes to the first person who asked you, right? Oh, yeah. And That's good like, advice. Good like, advice from my mom. I was like, but mom, I was like, mom, but I love you, but you don't have to say yes. And I think she knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. Mom's mom had know. really good intuition. Yeah. 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 She had really good intuition. I and, you know, like, when yeah, I did, she knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She knew. And yeah. when you're in so, that I moment, mean, sometimes you don't know that there's going to be another proposal after. And I think that's how I felt. Kind of mm-hmm. like, what if there, because mm-hmm. I, I had plenty of friends who were 30s and 40s and it didn't happen for them. And they're my age now and older mm-hmm. and, it, and it hasn't happened for them because sometimes you don't find the one mm-hmm. right away. So I think I did. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm using that word desperation. I wouldn't have said it then. But looking back now, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'll find another guy. So I better be with this guy who has some qualities, maybe not all of them. And just go ahead and do it. And that's just like, now yeah. it's like, you, I don't have to do that. But I wish at that time I had the, I guess, insight and wisdom that I have now. But 10 years ago, me is different people, than 10 years ago, me now, yeah. 20 years ago. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And then people just sort of put like this fear in you that, yeah. oh my God, you know, and they try to throw all the stats at you that, you know, black women have a hard time finding yes. people. You sure you want to get divorced? You sure you want to oh be gosh. out here in the streets? You sure you want to do this? You sure you want to mm. do that? And for me, I was just like, look, I'm miserable. I can be, I can do, like they say, I can do bad by myself, you know? Yes, yes. You know, I don't need, I don't need help bringing me down in the gutter, you know? If right. If I'm going to be in the gutter, I'm going to be in the gutter by myself. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just like, we can't listen to statistics on yeah. one hand. And on the other hand, we have to be brave enough to carve out what we want our romantic or non-romantic destinies to look like. It right. does not have to be this, you know, big Absolutely. fairy tale. And blah, blah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, who's, you know, who's a good example of somebody who I think is like desperate for the fairy tale? It's J-Lo. Yeah, so, she keeps. I don't know what she's trying to maybe uh, just find it. I don't know because it's okay to just know, say I'm okay, and maybe her truth is that she likes to be in a relationship. But it's just like, yeah, yeah I don't know. And she's going yeah. back, back and forth with people and around town, up and down. I'm like, huh? Yeah, with Ben Affleck, I'm like, okay, girl, I guess. But yeah, you know, we knew how that was going. How exactly, was, you know? exactly. Yeah, Me, you know. And it's just, it's a, it was a mess. Like I mean, you can't be. I'm not saying she's desperate, but but I'm I'm saying she's she's a person who needs to be validated by a relationship. Yes, you yes. know what I'm saying. Be more like Rihanna. Take right. these, these men. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. Because she like, has such a freedom. One minute and, and take the next. Exactly. Yeah. Be yeah. more like Rihanna. You I think I mean? we like, all wish. We like, could. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know the freedom. You know the yes. you know the yes. woman worth a billion dollars. She's like, I'm, I have my pick of whoever I want. So this that's right. Girl, she Rocky had a billionaire. It didn't work out <laughs> right. Exactly. Now it's ASAP Rocky, who I yes. love her with. But if if he's not the mm-hmm. one, then she she's okay with saying then like, I don't care if we on. put in three years. Yeah, I don't care what people say. I'm gonna move on. I think. You know? And I if think only we could growth, all be so free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her growth came from that relationship with Chris Brown. You know absolutely. what I mean? And like absolutely. the toxicity from it. Yes. And I think she healed from that. And then yes. she realized, yes. you know what? I don't need these men. And not That's in right. a negative way, but I don't right. need these men to validate or invalidate who I am. I'm going right. to do me. And I, and look how she has blossomed from that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. She is a perfect example. Yes. The woman's skin looked good. Everything yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know I mean? She is the prime example it's, of a phoenix rising from the ashes. That enhanced and made us look at her with so much respect and just love after that mm-hmm. situation. She's, she's mm-hmm. just such a strong woman, you know. And she's a prime example of how you redefine what the happily ever after is. She's still young. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's still young, mm-hmm. but she's still redefining what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, absolutely. Think about, okay, another person I think about, we talk about we love so much, Sierra. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sierra mm-hmm. could have been stuck with Future. Yeah. It had yeah. all the rest of this dude's nappy headed babies. No yeah. offense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, no. Yeah. It had a bunch of his babies yeah. and been stuck with his man. But she realized, you know what? He is not good for me. He is toxic yeah. for me. Yeah. I'm going to leave. I'm going to redefine what this happened. That's right. Like That's for right. Me. Takes, took some time. And then she met Russell and has moved on. 
Yeah. I mean, you know. And look what happens when you free yourself from that toxicity. Then your true Prince Mm -hmm. Charming is waiting for you. But he can't find you and get Mm -hmm. to you if you are weighed down by some trash. You know what I mean? But a lot Mm -hmm. of times when we're stuck in that situation, Mm -hmm. it's so hard. But you have to free yourself Mm -hmm. of it. You know, and it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's really scary to move on. Like we talked about earlier, sometimes there's financial reasons why you don't want to move on. Sometimes you just feel dependent Mm -hmm. in other ways. You might still care about them. But when you when you're able Mm -hmm. to free yourself from a situation, the just windows and opportunities open, you know, that you you didn't even know Mm -hmm. were there. And yes, Sierra is such a wonderful example of that. People trying to tear down that baby this week. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm like, ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, ridiculous. What do you think about, what do you think we as Black women should do to like redefine what happily ever after looks like for us? Like, you know, what can can we do to like let people know, hey, it's not all about the getting married and stuff right, like that. Right, right. I don't know. I, yeah, I think about yeah. Oprah. And, you know, mm-hmm. yes, she's, good example. She's not married. Yeah, you know, yeah. she's not married. Her and Stephen could have been married a million times over, but you know, and she made a choice. Like, he, I like, feel like, but, yeah. Go ahead. I feel like it also takes a secure man. You know yes. what I mean? A man yes. who's secure in himself to be yeah. like, I'm okay with that. I don't need yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think what we can do is kind of like when we hear that old narrative being spewed, we can speak up and kind of correct it. So, for example, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sharing this because I assume that my aunts and mom will probably never listen to my podcast, but and hopefully they don't. <laughs> but I just remember growing up, like hearing the term old maid from my mom and my dad, but mm-hmm. mostly my mom. And it's just such mm-hmm. a negative pejorative term that really does kind of mm-hmm. it's so stereotypical like like I said at the beginning jokingly cat lady old maid but it really just is such an mm-hmm. ugly outdated antiquated term for women who maybe chose mm-hmm. not to get married and they're okay with that and maybe they just didn't find the one and that's okay too but to be labeled like that so I have two aunts um they're actually my favorite aunts on my dad's side who just never got married like I remember growing up they were always mm-hmm. just a single aunt and they still are and they absolutely dote on all of their nieces and nephews we're like their children you know, me and my sisters and our cousins on my dad's side. And I don't, I mean, mm-hmm. these are attractive women. They're a, one was a, um, had her PhD in divinity and she was a pastor. Now she has Alzheimer's, but, um, and my mm. other one is, um, she has a law degree. So she's a practicing lawyer. She's in her sixties, both beautiful, funny, mm. not, not married. And I just remember, you know, there was always kind of in-law beef a little bit, but I just remember growing up, our mm-hmm. mom kind of ca- referring to them as old maids in a very disparaging, mocking way. And at that time, we didn't really mm-hmm. understand what that meant, the ram- you know, but I just knew they were just really cool and fun and always there for us. They traveled from D.C. to like Albany, even though one has like a, um, a phobia of going over bridges. So they went by car to see me and my when I competed for Miss New York, USA and like to a 2005 mm-hmm. or whatever. It was. So just like really support. So now, like when if my mom is saying something like that, we correct her, like, don't call them old maids. Like, that's not OK. Like, so mm-hmm. I think it's just important mm-hmm. to kind of correct people using those types of pejorative terms and just like speaking mm-hmm. up about the narrative, like, you know, that it's really courageous and awesome for people to to say, I don't need this. I don't need that title or that label. And I'm okay with just, you know, I can, cause I think 15 years ago, I wouldn't have believed someone like a Venus who said, I don't want a man. I don't need a man. I'm happy. And my head, I would have been like, mm-hmm. kind of feeling a little pity. Like, oh, she's just saying that because she can't find someone. But now 15 years later, mm-hmm. I understand it. 
And I believe it because mm-hmm. I understand it and I can relate to it. But I think I just wasn't in a place where I could even believe someone saying that because I guess I was kind of egocentric thinking that if this is what I was desperate for, everyone else must be too. So they're just saying they don't want it. But I think we just got to educate people. Everyone's happily ever after right. doesn't look the same. And that is perfectly fine. Right. You know? Right. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. We also have to let the world see us being happy and not miserable in it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like literally yes. walking around happy, miserable, being miserable, not being yes. miserable. And, you know, we don't have to spew the I don't need no man kind of rhetoric. Right. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. at the same time, just like, look at me. Look at what I'm doing. I'm confident. I'm traveling. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm loving life. I'm enjoying yes. life. You know, make it, you know, you know, make it look. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're you know, traveling. You're going happiness. on vacation. Yeah. I like one of my favorite yeah. um, vloggers, Aaliyah's face. She has a boyfriend. She has chosen. She's been on YouTube for like probably a decade now, maybe longer. She used to have her boyfriend on there, but she doesn't have her current boyfriend on there. She'll reference him occasionally. But what I really like about her is that a lot of times her vlog, she's going out on a solo dinner date. She's going on a vacation by Mm -hmm. herself. She could bring him, but she's choosing not to. She's choosing to just enjoy and love on herself. And I think that that's a great Mm -hmm. thing that she's modeling to show people it is okay to go to the movies on your own, to go to the restaurant Mm -hmm. and have a table and get a glass of wine and be on your own. So I think when people actually see you actually doing it and practicing what you preach and just enjoying life, then, you know... It, it just makes people understand mm-hmm. that there's happiness that's not always attached to having someone. So, yeah, right. that's a beautiful thing. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Did yeah. Else to say no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, if I, if I ever become single again, which I'm probably not, because I'm probably mm-hmm. going to, you know, be stuck with his dude for the But if I am, but if I am, I, I know that I don't have to, you know, define myself. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally secure in not having another relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, God mm-hmm. forbid, you know, something happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. totally okay with not having a relationship. Particularly, mm-hmm. you know, having a young daughter or whatever. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I mean, yeah. you know, she yeah. can see me being happy in other ways, you know. Sure. Or maybe having a relationship or dating and just enjoying that and not having to say I have a Mm -hmm. husband or I have someone. Just Mm -hmm. enjoying, just Mm -hmm. enjoying, just being, being free, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever that means to you. So I appreciated the article. Thank you, Cosmo, for that. And thank you, Venus, for speaking about a topic that I think is still a little taboo and people don't want to say it. So I appreciated that Mm -hmm. article. It was a good one. Check and it out if you Venus, haven't seen it. Also, yes, yes. Also, Venus, you look fucking amazing. Yeah. In these, in these pictures. Her and Serena look yeah. more and more alike as they get older. As they get older. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, look, they look so they much alike. I was like, what in the world? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't think they but look so much alike you, before, Venus. but they do. Yeah, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much, Venus, for your courageousness and just being an overall bad bitch. Yes, absolutely. Period. All right, you guys. Yeah. We'll be back and we're going to talk about reading romance and watching romance and a whole bunch of other stuff coming along with the podcast. So stay tuned. We'll be back. All right, you guys. Um, we are back. Um, so this week's reading romance, I don't have anything because. Next week, I'm going to be putting out the fall 2021 
reading list, the romance and color reading list, and I have a lot of good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not even, I got stuff ranging from cowboys to uh, sex positive bloggers and mm-hmm. uh, a, a love story that takes place in Nigeria and some other stuff. So I'm not even going to say what it is. Um, some of you who read may know the book that I was talking about, just little hints. But I do have the reading list coming soon. So that's yeah, exciting. That'll be on Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, please. Yeah, it'll <laughs> be on Instagram. Please don't beat me up if it comes out late, but it will be there in the fall when the fall hits. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Very good. So what about watching romance, Bikini? Anything good? We've yeah, so there were, there were. Right. So we were obviously on hiatus for the summer and there were a few cute movies that came out. One of my favorite ones mm-hmm. was uh, Resort to Love uh, featuring Christina so Milian. So yeah. Good. And um, mm. oh goodness, what's old boy's name from Power? Um, the Cinque, handsome Cinque one. Walls. Yes, yes. Cinque Walls. Cinque Walls. And then it had, and then his brother was in it and he was the comedian Jay Farrow from um, SNL. Yes. Really, really cute little yes. love uh rom-com about Christina Milian who's a singer but she's a singer on a resort if you've ever gone to you know one of the resorts in the Caribbean it's just like that really nostalgic feel of being Mm -hmm. on there and Mm -hmm. you know she you not I'm not going to give any spoilers but the trailer that you would have seen if you pass it on Netflix is that she had a difficult breakup with her fiance and then it turns Mm -hmm. out she has to stay at his wedding because he happens to be getting married at the uh, resort where she is now a singer. So it's just super cute. You'll get some laughs. Um, really cute it was ending. Perf- it was the absolute yeah. perfect rom-com mm-hmm. to watch for the summer. It had all the yes. good tropes in it. it was so yes. Good. Yes. Yeah, so good. So good. I'll probably watch it again <laughs> while it's on Netflix. I enjoy it that much. Just to look at Sinqua. He was so yeah, fine yeah. about that water. He sure was. <laughs> I, I really loved everything about yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, I really yeah, like the, yeah. um, I liked his new fiance. You know, sometimes they make that person someone who you want to hate, but you didn't hate her. Yeah, you she was wonderful. Couldn't you her. couldn't hate her. She yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Christina is a breath of fresh air. It was just, it was a really nicely well done movie. Good job, Netflix. We need more of those. I, I Keep think those Netflix coming. has a, has, I think Netflix has a gem in Christina Milian. The movies they have put out with this woman have yeah. been top notch quality. You know Absolutely. What I mean? Keep Absolutely. This lady, okay. Yeah, makes, I like her makes, in Christmas movies. I like her in regular movies. I loved her mm-hmm. in that one where she refurbished mm-hmm. that end. She's just really, really wonderful. Oh yeah, falling in love. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. falling in love. That was yeah. perfect. I know. Also yeah. on Netflix, yeah, you you good. had seen Really Love. I started watching that, and I saw yeah, they were in the so art gallery. I, so I didn't finish it, but I can't wait. So tell us about that. <laughs> so it's a it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a slow burn, but it 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 had fine ass Kofi Sirabolli. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I saw I, a notori not in there. So what? Yeah, she was in there. Like a lot of famous people were in this movie, actually. Um, I think um uh Uzo Aduba too. Some other people too. But um mm-hmm. I powered through it. it. It gave me kind of nostalgic love Jonesy type feels. Um, yeah, it felt very artsy, very just like that whole Yeah, you know, era. it, it kind of gave me that that feeling, you know, set in DC. I love DC. DC is like a second home to me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I love DC, and it's kind of like about you know how it grad. He meets this girl. I think she was like on exchange or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but you know the the love story that he's an artist. She she's a, a lawyer, or whatever, and they're trying right. to you know see see mm-hmm. how it goes. And 
you know, there's some, you know, typical conflict, third act yeah. breakup, blah, 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 you know. So mm-hmm. it's, but the cinematography, first of all, Top Mouth Beautiful is directed yes. by a black woman. Mm-hmm. All the black people look good in it. Yeah. yeah. All these beautiful dark skinned people mm-hmm. in the darn movie. And it was just shot so well. So, yeah. I enjoyed that for that. Um, and mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, I, okay. I, and Kofi, I, he can't do no wrong. He's just fine. <laughs> he has beautiful teeth. Oh my yeah, God. he is fine. I, girl, Ghanaian men, I just can't. Oh, God. They're so yeah. fine. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what then, else? Um, Anything else you watch? Past, this past weekend, I know you enjoy your cozy mysteries, and we're gonna we're gonna get into cozy mysteries this season because we're gonna talk more about um, cozy mysteries. Because when I saw ones. this, I hadn't heard of this, so I said, "Oh my god, I gotta watch this." So tell Girl, us about Redemption and Cherry Springs. It was um, Redemption and Cherry Springs on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries with okay. another fine dark skinned chocolate mm-hmm. beautiful man, Keith mm-hmm. Robinson okay. and Rochelle H. Rochelle H has been in a lot of stuff. She's been in a couple of Christmas movies and stuff too. And it was about a um, reporter whose friend um, gets killed and like they're trying to figure out who mm. did you know who did it in this Yeah, yeah good who done it. Mm-hmm. And Ke- yeah and Keith Robinson is the is the um investigator. And they have kind of a little meet cute because I think he's a single dad or whatever. And you know you could tell mm-hmm. they have vibes and they kind of they kind of like each other, but you know they're investigating. Yeah. But it's gonna be a series, y'all. So it, this is the first one in oh, the series. Oh, nice! So it's gonna be a series, a nice new new black series. And mm-hmm. also another thing I want to say: shout out to Hallmark who is um, mm-hmm. developing what they're calling their mahogany TV oh. online, which is going to focus on nice. um, black black um creators black stories well that's like good because that. they don't have enough yeah, i think holly yeah. robinson pete may they have don't. a mystery show on there but i just feel like i don't see she any. does yeah she does. but i feel like she's the only one i usually gonna... see that's cool right right she does she has like a, a regular that. like a regular show yeah yeah so her morning show mysteries which is written by actually al roker um mm-hmm. She 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 you know she does that cold kind of cozy mystery is it's very very good very cute yeah but I'm so happy to see something with, with a little more intrigue you know what I mean um, yeah yeah wonderful so it's gonna be good so shout out to them the the pre- I think the president of Hallmark is actually black a black woman okay so okay they're trying to get more and more programming and also on the publishing shot side they're trying to get more and more things published oh, so um, actually the person mm-hmm. that's yeah the person on our panel which we'll talk about. Um, this Friday, Piper Healy has a Hallmark book, um, Sweet Tea. Yes, so I'm hoping yes, that yes. they turn that into a a book. I mean, a movie because I think that's the perfect type of vehicle. That'll be that. so cute. Oh my goodness, that'll be yeah, so cute yeah. As a movie. Yeah. I could see that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so um, what else? Oh, also. Megan and Harry escaping the palace yes, girl. Oh my god. Yes. That was a well done movie. It wasn't we didn't was learn well anything done. new in it, right? We if you no, watched no, if you were following the saga, if you watched the Oprah interview, there wasn't anything new, but I thought it was a really nice and very classy and careful depiction of all the the drama that went mm-hmm. down and what they went through mm-hmm. and how she was depressed and I was just really struck by how 
you know, I like how they kind of got into his head and he kept having the flashbacks to his mom and basically the accident, mm-hmm. the stress she was under. And it, he was just understanding. It was like such a parallel experience of what his wife was going through. And he could see the writing mm-hmm. on the wall, how it was going to end up. Either she might mm-hmm. commit suicide or there might be another accident, like the car accident or mm-hmm. just the Royals, the firm could do something. So I just think he, he basically... Yeah saved his wife by by having them mm-hmm. leave the firm so mm-hmm. it was a great it was very nice it was very nice i enjoyed and it and they finally got a girl that kind of looked like Megan yeah the bit. casting was um, excellent his looked, brother his yeah, the casting everybody was yeah it was very good yeah she did yeah, yeah. she was very Especially she was the, lady a good the queen she really did look like the queen she did and, and the dad everyone everybody was very good mm-hmm. in the casting you know mm-hmm. the casting was excellent that yeah it was so and that then, was enjoyable um, as, at, yeah, yeah, that was enjoyable. And then mm-hmm. something snuck up on my radar today. <laughs> oh, something snuck up on my radar today. Um, if you all have BET Plus, there's a show on there called All the Queen's <laughs> Men. Um, <laughs> it snuck up on our radar today because somebody posted a um, sort of not suitable for work uh, tweet mm-hmm. of, with an image from the movie. Mercy. And let me tell y'all, honey, I, it was very hot, very, very hot. And so it, mm-hmm. it starts Eva Marcel, if you remember her from Top Model, from um, Real High Thugs of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays this woman called Madam, and uh, she is a madam, basically, of a strip club. She owns a, a male strip club, a male strip mm-hmm. club. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it caters to men and quote-unquote Les- well, it must. I think it moved into a, like a maybe some studs going going a strip too. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I think that's in another episode. Um, but um, you know all the shenanigans surrounding the strip club is <laughs> not shenanigans. I think it's produced by Tyler Perry. Girl, it's oh, is it? <laughs> let, me, let me say on this oh, way: God. if you're trying to watch it for real plot and all that stuff, don't do it. Just watch it okay. for the men and yeah. watch it for the, yeah. the sex scenes. That's and what the, really those scenes are hot. They're uh, hot, hot, hot. They are very, very spicy. Um, mm-hmm. Very spicy. A lot of naked men. There's mm-hmm. full frontal nudity. Um, it's only oh, there's full plus, frontal? Guys, so. Oh my gosh, I didn't Girl, know that. Yes. They're allowed to do that? Yeah. Mercy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my goodness. I mean, it's a subscription. You're paying for it. So, I mean. Okay. Right. It's, it's not. They it's give not, it to you all, um, baby, huh? It's not on regular TV, you know? Right. So, they can, they can do what they want. So it's 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 um not, there is the plot is very thin, but um, <laughs> then right very very hot. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. I, shout out to them having a lot of body inclusivity, also gender inclusivity, um mm-hmm. as well. So um, that's what a positive about the show. It is again it's produced by Tyler Perry. It's written by. Christian Keys. So if you know who Christian Keys is, he's an yeah. actor, very handsome. Yeah, he's actor. a handsome guy with a um, goatee and stuff. Yeah, good for mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm, very handsome. So he wrote a book called Ladies' Night. Um, so I think it's called Wilbur Presents Ladies' Night or something like that. So it's about male mm-hmm. strippers or whatever. And so he wrote this book, and it's sort of ba- is the basis of the show. And he has like a little small part in the show too. Mm-hmm. Um, very very Thank small you. part. He's not in it all over the show. Very That's humble of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, very humble of him. But yeah, he's um it's a it's a very interesting show. So Well, I'm checking it out this weekend. So enough said, honey. From yeah, that clip have, on Twitter. You might have to close you might have 
you might have to close your door and have some alone yeah. time. Make sure the kids space. aren't coming. Yeah. Right. Make sure the kids are not <laughs> coming sure. through to see that. That's it. Um, but yeah, so this week's listening to romance. Um, don't really have anything, but I want to start something new. I want to give some shout outs to other podcasts that are doing the romance thing. So, oh, that's wonderful. Um, yes, feature, that's a great idea. We're featuring other um, women of color. So, okay. shout out to my friend Bree over at the Categorically Romance Podcast. Hey, Bree. Um, what they do is, the, hey, Bree, girl, hey. Um, they, we, they feature um, interviews with authors. Um, and they focus on categorical romance, which means they focus on the subgenres of romance. Um, mm-hmm. So they focus on paranormal romance and, and romantic suspense. And, you know, we cover everything here, but they mm-hmm. actually delve into deeply into each category of romance. Okay. Um, so um, shout out to Breeze, a lovely, lovely, lovely podcast. They've had wonderful guests on there, some of which have been on our podcast too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, shout out to her and um, that's it for listening podcast, you know. Fantastic. So, that's yeah, a great new yeah. series. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, let's tell them what's coming this, this season. What, what can they look forward to? Yeah, well, there's definitely some exciting things on the horizon. I know that you're going to be doing mm-hmm. something a little bit different with your writing in color series, right? Yeah, that's gonna so look a little in, different. Instead mm-hmm. of doing it, yeah. So instead of having all of the interviews at the end of the season where we when we're taking our break, um, we're gonna intersperse them during the, the season. We're gonna have one or two a month. So on the on the week of uh September twenty-fourth, we are gonna have a double episode. We're going to have an episode for Hispanic Heritage Month with Sarah nice. Taino. Mm-hmm. And another with the one and only the queen of steam, which is what I should call her, Laquette. So um, um, did you ever read Jackson, the, the book I told you to read, Jackson with Laquette? No, I didn't read that yet. Read it. Oh my mm-hmm. God, you can't even. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we have a double episode with uh, Sarah Taino and Laquette. Lovely, lovely women. I had such a good time interviewing them. Mm-hmm. And so those will be up on the 24th. So you'll get a break from us, but you'll get to hear back-to-back episodes with uh, Sarah Taino and Laquette. But we have a ton of special episodes coming and collabs. And we're going to have a romance roundtable with some men. That uh, should be fun. like, you know, we don't want to give everything away, y'all, but you'll see what's, what's happening. <laughs> Some exciting things. And coming things, down the pipeline. Yeah. yeah, a lot of exciting things. So, uh, of course, we're going to do our normal holiday special. There'll be a lot of other new topics that we delve into. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. It'll be a lot, a lot of fun. So, and as always, um, we welcome your ideas and suggestions of things that you would like to see oh, yeah. covered. And, you know, if there's anything you're burning us, you know, for us to talk about. You know, put it out mm-hmm. there on our Facebook group or Instagram because we're definitely open. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. You know, send us a DM on um, on uh, Instagram. Send us a mm-hmm. DM or tweet us on Twitter. Um, you know, we're there and we we answer. You know, pretty much um, our mail. So um, yeah, that's that's what's coming up. But I can't wait. Wait, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And, yeah, so we're, it's going to be good. Like another, like, yeah, we had another, like we said, we talked about a series. So we had another series that we're going to plan, you know, to have for a month and stuff like that. So um, that'll be a lot of fun. But um, we also want to remind you that 
Um, Yakini and I uh, will be on having our first kind of appearance at the podcast. Yes, <laughs> that's so exciting. exciting. We're very, I'm, I'm very nervous, um, but we're going to um, be a part of the African and Black di- Diaspora Romance Roundtable mm-hmm, September 17th. Mm-hmm. All the information is on our Instagram and our, our um, Twitter accounts. Um, it's entitled Past, Present, and Future Romance. We'll be sitting down with some cool heavyweights in romance. Yes, uh, Piper yes, Huey, yes. Um, the wonderful uh, Katrina Jackson, um, Latoya Smith, who's an agent to uh, LaQuette, actually, um, is, is her um, one of her clients. I mean, and, and a bevy of other um, really remarkable uh, people. And we're going to talk to Dr. Margot Kendricks, who is a scholar of Black romance, as well as a romance writer herself. So, you know, our little old podcast is going to be on this on this round table. So we're very, very excited. Yeah, this um, is a big deal. It's going to be really cool. And it sounds like you have to register in advance, right? So I hope everyone's registered yes. by the time. You have to you register know. through Eventbrite. It's totally free. Yeah. Eventbrite. And um, that's it. We'll, then you get the Zoom link and we will see you all there. And it'll be a great time. And we'll end you know, talk about the future romance and, you know, a lot of other things um, and questions will probably come up, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really yeah, excited. there's definitely an opportunity for Q&A. So that's, that's good. Bring your questions and bring your, you know, yes. your comments. So yes. that's going to be really cool. Yes, yes, yes. So we're super, yeah. super excited. So information is on our, like I said, on our uh, registration information is on our on Instagram um, at Romance and Color, as well as our Twitter, which is Romance and then the letter N and then color mm-hmm. with a U. So mm-hmm. all that information is there. But yeah, thank you guys for joining us for our first episode this season. It's so nice to be back. Definitely missed you guys, talking to you guys, and just so excited for the season ahead of us. So thanks for tuning in. And I guess we'll talk thanks to you guys next in. week. Yeah, okay. we'll see you next week. Well, we got the next, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, you guys. Bye. Bye. We'll be right back.